your Locked On Penguins, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Penguins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to this Wednesday evening episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. You can follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. You can also follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Today's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get primal. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products and use the code Locked On for a 20% off discount at checkout. We have a first-time guest on the Locked On Penguins podcast today, someone who I've been trying to get on for, I think, it's a little while now. But we finally Too long. Too long, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Sean Gentili of The Athletic. Now I have the trifecta, Sean. I've had Rob on. I've had Josh on multiple times. And now I have you on the third writer, um, Penguins-wise at least, from, from The Athletic. So there you I'm go. glad I can have you on. How you doing, man? Good, buddy. Way to save the uh, the third best for last. <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get Jesse on here. He'll do he'll do, he'll do a much oh, better much better I, job than me. I should say, yeah, that that I, I've had him on multiple times as well. And that the fact that I discounted him like that, he's probably never gonna come on the show again. Yeah, so. no, Jesse Jesse is notably one of the meanest people on earth. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not definitely not one of the nicest guys I've I've ever met for sure. Definitely not. No, no someone that has. Um, Hated coming on this show. No, yeah, absolutely. You gotta, gotta, gotta watch out for him, man. Look out. <laughs> All four of you have now come on. I really appreciate you coming oh, on. Yeah, man. Tonight. So yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. It took so long. I know we, we uh, had some had some near misses there, but glad to be here. No, no worries at all. I'm glad I could have you on, especially, you know, Sean, as the team is playing well, you know, five in a row, mm-hmm. 10 and two and one in their last 13. Um, a lot of fans, I think were pretty, skeptical um up until about well i should say a week or two ago just because that's when they really started this hot streak um you know there were some people in the fan base that were even panicking about the team just what is your overall assessment um of the penguins right now with how they've been playing especially without a few key members yeah i think we were getting to that point in the schedule where start to treat teams you know or think of teams as like they they are what they are right And, and i think for the whatever, for the first six weeks of the season, the Penguins look like one of those teams. And, we, and we've seen it in a lot of different places. There's a, there's a few like this every year where everything is fine. The process is fine. You know, there's no like glaring holes goaltending wise. They haven't, and Jari has been good, blah, blah, blah. But the five on five numbers have been great. It was just a matter of whether the pucks were going to start going in, right? All, all that, all that stuff we look at that, you know, tells us it tells us that the process is where it needs to be. Expected goals, blah blah blah. <laughs> everything, everything for them was great. It was just a matter of, you know, actually having pucks go in the net. And sometimes that doesn't happen. I, I think that's something that you know, and I'm speaking for myself here as someone who, who leans on stats a lot and incorporates that in, into a lot of my work. Like you need to realize that some teams are just are just worse at finishing than others right and 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 we, we're seeing with it with the bruins great example right now right they're they're five on five juggernaut but they just don't have enough scoring to to, to be there consistently night in night out happens a few happens a few different each year it happens with a few different teams you know and i think we're starting to want to wonder at least i was whether the penguins were kind of in that bucket but man 
you know, going back, not, not just in the past five games, but even a little bit before that, you know, the, the, the pucks are starting to go in, you know, it's bit, it's puck luck. It happens. And I, I, I think we're seeing that we're seeing that in action with them right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, it's funny because just about a week, week and a half ago, you know, you look at Jay Fresh's model who, you know, I've had on the show before. Sure. He's great with his um, numbers. The Penguins were dead last um, in their finishing. And, mm. you know, you look at their expected goals it's around 54, 55. If you go to a bunch of different sites, you know, yeah. I use money puck a lot. So they're at 54 for that. Their finishing has actually gone up a little bit, but you know, I, I think that's, you know, I, I touched on it so many times on my last few episodes. It's just, you know, the process is there and you got to trust it, even though they weren't getting the results. You saw mm-hmm. that game against Seattle, right? When, you know, Jeff Carter is getting a goal, like barely even off his stick and, you know, a couple other players, you know, are getting wacky goals as well. It's like, you know, yeah. I'm not going to apologize for that just because this is regression to the mean, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, that's that, that's what this team has needed um, since the slow start of the season. So now you're starting to see them actually put the puck in the net. I think um, a player who is starting to play a lot better lately is Kasperi Kapanen. I mean, mm-hmm. there's regression coming for him. Mm-hmm. He had a really bad start, wasn't himself. I think part of it did have to do with – no Evgeny Malkin, he's still not back yet, but I would assume that's coming within the next couple of weeks. But these last, you know, three to four games, he's putting the puck in the net and getting back, you know, I shouldn't say close to where he was last year because we're not near that that point yet, but it's a step in the right direction for him to get back to that level, especially when Gino comes back. Yeah, and I, I think he's a guy too where you said the process improve as well, you know, like the the, the the goals weren't there for sure early on, but he also looked way out of sorts. The numbers, the numbers weren't great. You know, you, it was again, fair to wonder, you know, if, if this was the kind of season he was going to have. Right. Yeah. And, but no, it's um he's, he's been a big part of it, you know, and, and, you know, going back to what you said about, about regression, the mean hunter, like it happened. There's a reason it's, there's a reason it's, it's a, you know, mathematical statistical principle. Like it happens more often than not, but you know, again, it, at a certain point during the season, it's, it's fair to wonder whether it will. And I don't think we were there with the penguins yet. I don't think I'm, I'm certainly not surprised to, to, to see this kind of work out, but like, as you get towards the halfway point or, or, or whatever, I, I think it's kind of fair to wonder. And it's, it's a good, you know, they're, they're, they're getting good answers now. Right. And, and, it's amazing what having what having Sidney Crosby kind of rounded round into shape can do, and it's amazing what you know what having Evan Rodriguez play like Sidney Crosby <laughs> can do. So yeah, it's um things are things are going well. Not entirely surprised, but you know you you look at the division, you look you look at the conference. It was time to it, it was time to it was time to go on a streak like this, and they're and, and they're lucky they did. Yeah, I mean, they had that big Western Canada road trip, and then, of course, the Seattle where they went 3-1-1. and one and one. Mm-hmm. I know they had that hiccup against Montreal, Calgary, and Edmonton. But, you know, they have this really nice stretch of games here against teams lower than them where they can continue um, to bank those points. And right now they're close to six points clear of that ninth-place team. And I think they're also taking advantage of the fact that, um, at least in my opinion, the Metro isn't as strong as some people thought it totally would be. I totally agree. I had – I had that take come into this year, Sean. I, I mm-hmm. people said this was going to be the toughest division. I didn't see it. That said, I was wrong a bit on the Rangers. I didn't think they would be this good, but um, I think they're mainly being driven by their 
Igor Shesterkin and just their top talent because I don't think they have a lot of depth, uh, at least in my opinion. But mm-hmm. that's all you need sometimes, and they're taking advantage of that. But, you know, Carolina, Washington, Pittsburgh, other than that, there's really not a lot there. I mean, sure, Columbus has been okay, but do, are, do people think that they're going to continue to play like this? I don't really think that, um, at least in my opinion. Um, and going back, you know, before we get to a commercial break, you know, to Evan Rodriguez, Sean, I mean, this is just ridiculous. At this point. I mean, you, know, you see all the numbers um, with Rodriguez, you know, just with his you know, 62% wins above replacement this mm-hmm. year. Um, 83% the last couple of years. This comes courtesy of, of Jay Fresh's stuff. Even strength offense uh, for the last couple of years combined, 87%. Um, just pen- drawing penalties, he's in the 90th percentile. I mean, he's been one – this isn't – a. How, how do I say this right? He hasn't just been one of the best players on the Penguins this year. He's been one of the best players in the league. I know. It's wild. I, you know, I, I had that sort of thought when we were doing some some Olympic roster work and you're you're sorting by – you're sorting by uh by country and all that stuff, and you're like, wow, like could Andrew could Andrew Mangiapane make it make the make Team Canada, right? So you sort by sort by uh, nation of origin and all the all that all that stuff, which would what you can do on some sites, and you're like, oh yeah, Mangiapane is great, blah blah blah, all, all these like breakout guys who are trying to find if there's you know a place for it in the Olympic discussion. Well, who's ahead of all of them? It's Evan Rodriguez, right? It's crazy. It's uh. The stat profile is is amazing. It's really impressive, and then you just throw in the fact, you know, in kind of a less a less quantifiable less quantifiable way that dude's playing with 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 swagger. He's he's, he's playing with he's playing with confidence, and he's you know they, he talked about that after after last night when he had another three point night or whatever it was against Montreal, right? Like he's he's he he's feeling it, and and, and why? Like look, the dude just tied his career high for goals, and we're in game twenty eight or whatever it is, you know, it's been great. It's really, it, and you, you said it, dude, sustainable, really, really impressive stuff. And, you know, they needed a guy like that to step up, especially with, not just with no Jake Gensel for, for the last week or two, you're talking going back really from, from the jump. He was a legitimate first line center, really, really, really from the start without Crosby, without Malkin, you know, with, with, with Kapanen, you know, not producing with Brian Rustin and I get like all, all this stuff, all like say what you will, the, the constant in the Penguins lineup this year is crazy as, as it is, has, has been Evan Rodriguez. So yeah, man, kudos to him. Really impressive stuff. Yeah, man. It, it really is nuts just because, you know, there were people, you know, throughout the off season saying they should keep Frederick Goudreau um, mm-hmm. over Evan just because, I mean, he didn't really do much last year. Um, that 700 K is looking like a, bargain bargain <laughs> i would yeah. say right now i'm if he keeps this up um he is going to get a lot of, a lot of money yeah baby you can't yeah he's he's, he's gonna, gonna get a lot more than 700k on the on that next deal yeah no it's uh you can't can't spend it much wider than that you know he's like like i said yeah it's it's a thing you see with a with a lot of teams whether it's rookies whether it's cheap guys every every good team you know going we're going back to whether we're talking about connor sherry and gensel on mm-hmm. on entry level deals you know whatever you gotta have some guys that are that, that are productive and cheap and you, and you take them where you can get them and i i think Evan Rodriguez is about as good of an example as you can get of that yeah i mean 100 percent, man and you know it's great that they can play him anywhere in the lineup i mean I, I I'm honestly getting to the point now where I would keep him with Sid and Jake when once Jake comes back and move Brian Russ down to the second or the third mm-hmm. line. I think he's a perfect fit 
there and it, it just it gives them an extra option for the lineup if this team ever does um, get fully healthy. And that's something Mike Sullivan said about him really going back, right? Is, is, is he, he loves his versatility and it's true. You know, he, he was, Evan Rodriguez was a classic, like useful player on a bad team with the Sabres mm. for, for a couple of years. We are, we're like, I think this guy might be something. I think he might have a role on, on a better team. Clearly that's something that the, the Penguins agreed with, you know, but you're talking like, Oh, good useful fourth liner, you know, can play up a little bit if he needs to, not like a legitimate, you know, top line piece for any protracted amount of time. And even if this is it for him, right. Even, even if he comes back and just ends up as a, as a nice, as a nice complimentary piece, I, I, I think, I think we'll take it. It's been amazing. Yeah. I mean, 100% man. I, I can't wait to see what he does um, the rest of the year. Still have a lot more to get to for this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. Before we do that though, um, this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar, Built Bar. It's filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. You get the best of both worlds. It's delicious and it's healthy. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you'll need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Bill Park can give you that extra something to keep you going. Because it's a season of peace and love, don't bring up your favorite Bill Bar flavor at family parties. People are very passionate about their favorite flavors. <laughs> uh, if you are friends what's with your, people, Wait a second, Hunter. What's, well, your, what's your favorite flavor? So it's, it's tough. I, honestly, I think the cookies and cream is my top one. Um, though a close second is the peanut butter run. I love I it, man. I They're can't always good. That. Yeah. What's yours? Dude. I, I gotta, I got, I, I gotta knock, knock out one of those peanut butter ones. That sounds great. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go head over to Rite Aid and snag one of those. Yeah, heck yeah, man. I mean, you can, there's also, you can use this offer too. You can go to build.com and use promo code locked 15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's if you want to order online, of course. Um, if you want to cozy up with something warm, here's a holiday secret. Dip your Bilt Bar into a pot, piping hot cup of hot chocolate and let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of that Bilt Bar flavor. That's something that I'm going to have to try as well. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Bilt Bar to go with it. Be sure to have a couple napkins on hand. Remember, go to Bilt.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off that order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Now, Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. I mean, myself, I, I definitely have not um, done that too much just because I usually just grow it out a little bit as it is here and then I'll just shave it. But Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel and beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States. The combo kits make a great holiday gift. And if you're shopping for yourself, you will be glad you did. You will be glad you did. <laughs> Excuse me. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel and beard to the other products you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember the code locked on gets you 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. Use the code lockdown at checkout for 20% off. Okay, so we're back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. You can follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Sean, you know, I think not enough people are talking about 
Mike Sullivan so far. And mm-hmm. I think that's I shouldn't say that's for the Penguins because a lot of Penguins fans and media talk a lot about him. Mm-hmm. I should say this goes for a lot of the national media, um, you know, that cover the sport. And, you know, with the Jack Adams every year, he's just been basically snubbed for some divine reason. I guess he's not getting the goaltending luck that some of these other coaches get or some other reason. But yep. would you say this year so far um, is the best coaching job we've seen from Mike Sullivan for as long as it, he's been here or would that go to last year? It's a good question. I feel I feel like every, in a lot of respects, every year is better than the last with him, right? Like we're mm-hmm. talking about, is this year better? Is last year better? The man is one. That's without considering that the dudes won two Stanley Cups. Yeah. I, it's it's wild to me. I I don't know why he hasn't caught. And first off, the the Jack Adams, like the the nature of that award is silly because it's it's a small group of people that vote on it. It's broadcasters, um, and it's a goaltending award. Like that's more more often than not. It goes to the guy who was carried by goaltending or PDO or whatever. That's that's tip. That's typically the, the the way that it goes. It is not given enough to team to a coach who meets expectations, right? Like I, I think I and does whatever it takes to meet those expectations. People just take it for granted that the Penguins are going to be, you know, a contender and that Sullivan's going to do a good job. I think, and that's and that's been true for a couple years. So. Man, I don't know. I, I at this point, even though he, you know, last year was, uh, you know, like 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 you said, I, I I think that was as good as we've seen it from him, really. You know, but I thought he would have gotten more love last year than he did than he did this year. So I'm I'm done assuming that he's gonna that he's gonna make any any real headway there. You know, you and then you, but I, I will say this: you you look at the at the league so far and it's like, you know, stuff starting to shake out. Maybe it's Dallas Aikens, you know, Anaheim's plant plant above their head. Maybe it's Daryl Sutter. You know, he's done, done work in, in Calgary, what have you, but I don't know, man, doing a great job. It's crazy. It's crazy for, cause for as much love as Sullivan has heaped on him locally. Yeah. There's a, there's a little bit of a vacuum nationally. It's very, it's very funny to see. Yeah. And I said this on, you know, Tuesday's episode, man, I mean, there was going to be a day where, a lot of people are going to be missing, you know, Sullivan when mm-hmm. he eventually is gone. I don't know if he'll be fired or if he'll step down or something like that. But um, he has done a phenomenal job this year, especially with, you know, that huge COVID outbreak they had with almost 10 positive tests. They've had multiple top nine forwards out. They have three of them right now. And the fact that they're playing at such a high level without those players just goes to show um, how great of a coach he is just because they're not really making a lot of errors on a nightly basis right now. I mean, even if you don't look at the underlying numbers, you know, I, I obviously look at them quite a lot. Um, you know, you can just look at their game and see that, you know, this is, this has his footprints. hundred percent. No, this is a, this, this, this is a team playing, you know, the, the platonic ideal of, of Mike Sullivan hockey. Right. And you can tell with the way he talks about him every night. Like he's, he's thrilled with the way they're going out and competing and he's, you know, said consistently, like that we think the results are come will will come if, if we play the right way on and on and on, right? Like we we've seen, we've 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 heard it from him more more than enough, and it, and and the results are are starting to follow. That doesn't hurt that Tristan Jari's been good and whatever, you know, credit there. But he's finding a way to to assemble four productive lines on on, on a nightly basis and dealing and dealing with COVID stuff and dealing with injuries and on and on and on. The the list is long and he, he, he deserves whatever credit he gets. I, I hope he, I hope he went to Jack Adams before it's all said and done because he he's, he's as good as it gets. 
I just hope he's nominated uh, first. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Seriously, we'll see what ha- we'll see what happens, man. Like you, you know, we're we're at the point now where the pretenders are really starting to starting to you know fall away. You know, the the Columbuses of of the world, all, all these all these teams where we're like, all right, this probably isn't isn't sustainable. So maybe maybe this is the year. I hope it is. I, I, I sure hope so, man. And, you know, again, you're right. It doesn't help that Tristan Jari has done a complete uh. 80 from last year. Um, you go to Money Puck right now, Sean. He is, as of this morning, sixth in goal saved above expected. Well, Crazy. Well behind, I saw that earlier. It's nuts. A little behind Shesterkin. Um, Frederick Henderson's been really good. Jack Campbell's been really good. But, I mean, if you were to, if you were to make a Vesna list today with the top three candidates, I think he would be a finalist. Um, at least for me, with how ridiculous he's been this year. I think people in the fan base have – I shouldn't say they've been waiting for the wheels to fall off. I don't mm-hmm. think that's fair. Um, but, you know, they're waiting to see if his play ever dips. But right now, um, it's not. I mean, I've said yeah. this on the podcast so many times. I'm sure my listeners are tired of hearing it, you know. You're not going to write a redemption story through the first two months. But um, if he plays this way and then shows out in the playoffs and wins them, starts to win them around and, you know, gives them at least average goaltending, mm-hmm. that's going to win a lot of people over. But just, I, and I think a lot of this, Sean, has, the credit has to go to Andy Kyoto. I just, oh, I mean, sure. is so much more aggressive this year playing um, in goal. I mean, he's gotten better in shootouts and that really is not going to matter come playoff time. But mm-hmm. um, just his all around game is such a 180 from last year where again I really think a lot of it has to do with Kyoto but I think all a bunch of it has to do with him putting in the work and you know being someone that the team can rely on night in and night out. Oh, absolutely man. You know the the fact of the matter that there were that were even praising Jari as much as we are shows how good he's been. Like they like there was there was a <laughs> there were some hurdles to jump. There were some ladders to climb for people to even want to entertain the fact that that he was you know, part of the, part of the solution here after, after, after last season. So I think, you know, you add that degree of difficulty. This is something me and Josh, you know, we talk about a lot, like at what point, you know, are we going to stop being like cautiously impressed by, 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 by the way he plays? I don't know. Mm-hmm. If it, I don't know if it's now, I don't know if it's in May, but at some point, you know, it's, you, people are going to have to take, he's going to, he's going to either establish himself or not. Right. And I, I think he's everything he's done so far has, has been, has gone in the right column. He's been, he's been really, really, really good. And then they've, and, and, they've, and they've needed him to be that guy. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. You know, the, the one, the game that comes back to me, even though they lost Sean, that game, that one against Calgary, where he mm-hmm. just carried their corpses. And that one, I remember Josh asked Mike Sullivan a couple questions and you know, oh. but besides the goalie, are you happy with the team playing tonight? Nope. <laughs> it was just well, that's it man you know that's that's one of those rare times that Sullivan was just noticeably uh audibly vocally pissed ab- about the team's yeah. performance right and it, it doesn't happen that often like yeah, that's the other thing going back to Sullivan you can tell when he likes a team a lot and when he doesn't and I I think he I think I think he loves his team I think he loves the way that it's playing and it's a lot easier to love your team whenever you're getting reliable you know, I don't know if I, I don't know if I quite have Jari in the top three yet, but he's rightfully in, on on the periphery of the of the of the Vesna of the Vesna stuff, and that's deserved. Yeah, I mean it's close just because they're, ha- they're all the goalies above him have been playing just as yeah. good, if not better. I mean, yeah, and, and that's no and that's no knock on him, right? There's a lot of there's the there's a lot of good goaltenders in, in in the league, right? Like there's there's no shame in saying like, oh, I have, I have him sixth or or, or, or whatever. Like 
that is a hell of a step up from from the stuff that me and you and anybody else were were saying about this guy, you know, nine months ago or whatever. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you know, you got Sergey Bobrovsky somehow playing out of his mm-hmm. mind. You know, Jacob Markstrom again, Shostakin, yep. Jack Campbell, um, all those guys. But, UC, Sar- um, UC Saros have, having another good year. Like, there's there's a lot of there's there's some solid performances out there. But the fact that he can even be mentioned in that breath, and I said nine months ago, that was not nine months ago. That was you know, <laughs> yeah. six or or whatever. Well, seven now. Five, cool. six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Either. Where time is collapsing on itself, right? Like we have just who knows at this point. Um, but no, man, it's a we're you know we're a long way from Game Five against the Islanders at the, at this point. That's that's fair to say. Ooh, yeah. I, well, I think I can speak for everyone that listens to this show, and especially myself. I've blocked that out of my memory. Yeah. What? What? Wait. What? What? I'm sorry. What, I've, 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 I don't know what I was talking about. I'm. I'm not sure what happened in Game Five against the Islanders. <laughs> yeah. All I remember is that the Penguins outplayed that team so bad, and they just they just didn't get the right goaltending. But hey, you know, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not over that. Um, yeah. Seriously. Okay. That, well, that, that, hey man, that's that's Jari's job. It's 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 to make you completely forget about it, and and we'll see. He's doing about as good of a job as you could expect right now. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Um, still have a little more to get to in the next segment, um, including, yes, we are going to ask Sean about that Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. because that's incredible. Okay. We even got to talk to Snoop Dogg, and I definitely have a couple questions about that. But first, BetOnline has you covered all season, and that means more props, odds, and lines than ever before, especially as the NFL season continues to the march of the playoffs. Hopefully the Steelers will be able to get in, but I think at this point that's probably more <laughs> of a pipe dream, though they are half game out. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. You can head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use that promo code locked on to receive your bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That is BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay. So we're back here on this episode of the Lockdown Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. You can also follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. All right, Sean, I'm going to ask about it. You know, that story was incredible. Um, are we going to get Snoop Dogg coming from the Penguins game with the OG jersey on? God, it needs to happen, right? I, I was looking at the schedule. I had my fingers crossed, hoping there'd be a game against the Kings or something in March where where, where they were wearing it. So I, I don't know, man. I hope it happens. I know I know Snoop's got a new album out, and he's going to tour in support of it and all that stuff. Maybe maybe it happens. I hope I hope to God it does. I'll I'll, I'll tell you this: if if the Penguins reach out, I'm pretty sure he would say yes. I think I, I think Snoop is is ready and ready and willing and available for all for for all public bookings like that. And of course, you know he's already a Steelers fan. I love mm-hmm. that he said his nephew Sidney Crosby. Love it, man. He's, I mean, he just—he's just, incredible, man. Add that, add that to the trophy case for Sid, right? And that's 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 one of the biggest honors and any any of us could receive. Uncle Snoop, Uncle Snoop. I mean, they, what they need to do, um, just announcement of the game, and then he comes out with like a little red carpet with riding the bicycle with the jersey on. Perfect. I mean, that's just. Oh my God! That's the right now. Then you can send him up and then let him commentate on either the radio TV. or the TV broadcast. More likely the TV. Uh, send um, out, send send out Mario riding the beach cruiser. Have have him be the bike yes. driver. Throw Snoop on the handlebars. Seems seems too easy. We we need that um, to happen. Just you know, it definitely sounds like after reading that article, Sean. He definitely I think follows the Penguins more than. Um, 
I think I or some other people wanted to believe. I know, obviously, he's in L.A. He's commentated on the Kings games. He actually just did, um, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, the other week. So, obviously, that's probably his first love. But um, he seems to have quite, you know, a, a big bond with the city of Pittsburgh. And I would probably assume that, um, you know, he, he would just – he is kind of a little bit of a Closet Penguins fan. Oh, for sure, man. Like, he's – He's got that relationship with Sid. They've they've interacted before, yeah. you know. And I, Snoop's a Snoop's a mercenary sports fan. I I, I got respect for it. You know, we'll we'll, we'll see him in Rams jerseys if, if the time's right or or whatever. That dude know that dude knows you. You don't have a thirty year career or, or, or a twenty eight year yeah. career or how, however you want to measure it without 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 giving the people what they want. So he knows what he's talking about. One one of his guys. Dude by the name of Kevin Barkey, uh, huge, huge hockey fan from from London, Ontario. He played midget with Jeff Carter or, or something when I, when I was talking to him. So I think I think Snoop has the right people around him to keep him tapped in tapped into to the NHL world, and you know we're all we're, we're all better for it, man. So it was, it's been a lot of fun the last couple of days. Best article that's been posted on the Athletic Bar. No. Wow, <laughs> it's I, that's that's not true, but it's an honor. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, it was it, it was great you know i'm glad that you know he was uh, thanks, talking about the third jersey especially and just how much you know it's meant to mm-hmm. him over the years and all that um going back to you know the, t- the team right now sean another player that i think has played really well danton heinen he was yeah. something that i i really you know stood up for this offseason you know some people compared him to mark jankowski didn't really see that comparison just because um the two don't even play the same styles yeah uh, and heinen already has eight goals last year he had seven in 43 last year we're not even at game 30 right now and he's already uh more than equaled that um just how impressed have you been with heinen um overall yeah he was he's been a useful player for most of his for, for more often than not in his career he, he did some good stuff for the ducks i don't know if anybody anticipated him coming in and being you know whatever he's on track to score 20 goals or whatever we'll so we'll see if that happens but i will say mm-hmm. Early on with the Bruins, you know, he, he had a little bit of a track record there as a, as a rookie. He can, he seems like always seem like a guy who's capable of potting 10, 15, 17, whatever. And it, it's been good to see him put it together. Honestly, that's, I mentioned it with, with Rodriguez before. These, these are the guys you need. That's what, that's what quality depth looks like. And, and everything is where it needs to be. The thing about Dan Hine is that it's not been just about goals. You know, if stuff dries up and the shooting percentage drops in, in the next little bit, you know, if you say, Thanks. Thanks for what you provided. You're still doing offensively. You're still doing enough good stuff across the board and, uh, and, and, and you take what you can get. Yep. But, but between him, between him and McGinn, it's been there. It's been, uh, it's been solid for sure. Yeah. Brock is, you know, he, he's been much better. I think the last week or mm-hmm. two um, after he started the season, he was a bit yep. slow, but I think he was getting acclimated with the team. Um, I, I'm of the opinion now, Sean, that the fourth line this year, um, is definitely, I think, just as good as the one last year, and it has the opportunity to be better just because – and I love Brandon Tanev. I love what he brought. Um, I think, personally, McGinn has more of, of an offensive punch mm-hmm. than Tanev. I think – I know it might be recency bias just because McGinn was really good for Carolina last year. Mm-hmm. But um, you're seeing it these last few weeks with his goal-scoring ability and playmaking and just his play in the defensive zone with Aston Reese and Bluger. Um, that's a line that Mike Sullivan can throw out to the Wolves whenever he wants. Absolutely, man. And you know, you, you do have a little bit of that duplication of Tanev, right? Like, not not that McGinn not in Tanev are you know identical players or anything, but they but they 
there's a certain there, there's a certain similarity there. I think I, I think McGinn's got a better shot. Maybe maybe not quite. Obviously not as much of a maniac and you know shit disturber as uh, as as, as Brandon Tanev is. But man, it's it's worked. And I and I, I think you you got to give Hextall and, and Sullivan credit for for identifying a player like that and you know putting them in a position to. To, to succeed the margin for error on these offseason moves was just non-existent right like you couldn't you couldn't blow it on 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 mcginn or or heinen really and they've been and they haven't they've done exactly what they needed so credit to them yeah absolutely you know i think hextall has had more good than bad obviously the mccann move kind of still stings in a lot of people's mind yeah. leone has been awesome with seattle but you know brock has been really good since signing that deal um one more for you sean before i let you go um our nice Jewish boy, Jason Zucker here. Um, the guy is just, he plays his ass off on a nightly basis, mm-hmm. part, of my, part of my language. Um, but it's for some reason, the puck is just not going in for him. And you know, that last night against Montreal, man, beautiful chance on two-on-one, clangs it off the pipe. Um, a few games before that, you know, hits a couple other posts. Um, he's getting the chances, and just like last year, the puck is not going in the back of the net. I think his playmaking ability has been better especially compared to last year. But, I mean, something I think has to give at some point, right? Because Kapanen, who was struggling, has been much better. But I think it's time for Zucker to start stepping up a little bit. I think it's just because of the money that he makes. That's it. If he made $2 million a year or $2.5 million a year, no, nobody would give him a second thought. But the contract makes it tough. When you make that much – excuse me, when you make that much money, you know, you're – and on this team and given what they gave up for him, not just, not just in terms of cap space now, but the assets they sent back to Minnesota, you got, you, you got to start, you got to start scoring goals, right. Or, or, or you'd like to see it at some point if you're the Penguins. Now, the thing about Zucker that, that saves him is he does, he does a lot of other stuff. Well, yeah. you know, you can, you can drop him down and he's, he's going to give you a lot, but that's a that's a that's a big price to pay. That's a hell of a price tag to to have on a on you know a nice on a nice bottom six fit. And it seems like that's what he is more often than not. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if they're going to reunite him with Evgeny Malkin um, once he comes back. I would assume they might just to see if that can get him going and try to do that line with Kapanen last year. But I mean, yeah, man, it's it's definitely tough sledding for him out there, but. There's something about the way he plays with Malkin too. Or I'm, I mean, I, I, I know they were, I know they were productive with, with Kapanen, but that doesn't, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure what they have there. Maybe, and maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe they just say like, all right, dude, like you, you are, you are, you are, thanks, thanks for your contributions. We're done putting you in a position, you know, in a, in a prime position with, with, with one of the big boys, you know, try to take your, take your shots elsewhere. I mean, there's worse things than that. He's a productive player. He's good at a lot of stuff. He's the, the, the goal scoring just isn't there. And it doesn't, I don't know about you, man, but I, I, it feels like I think I'm done. I think I'm done waiting for it to happen. Yeah. I, mean, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I don't know if we'll put him with Jeff Carter, potentially mm-hmm. see if that's going to get him going, but I mean, time is running pretty short here. And, you know, I've been one of his biggest defenders ever since they acquired him. And the fact that he just hasn't been able to put it all together, especially after that great run, after he was acquired um, in 2019-20, uh, and then in the bubble, and then in the bubble against Montreal, yeah, where I thought he was one of their five best players. Yeah, me too. To be honest, um, he just hasn't been able to get back to that level, and it's just it's really um, disappointing to say the least. Um, yep, he's he's uh, in a season where a lot of stuff has gone right for them, and and a lot of guys have you know 
outkick their coverage and outpace expectations and whatever. Like he's, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's one of the holdouts. It, it would go a long way to, to if he was Jason, the Jason Zucker of 2018 or whatever, but I don't know. It's a tough, tough, tough sell right now. Yeah, absolutely, man. And you know, Sean, I really appreciate you coming. Oh on. yeah, dude. That's thanks for, cool. thanks for, thanks for, thanks for sticking with me. We got, we got to get, got to do it again sometimes. It's fun. Absolutely, man. I'm definitely going to have you on at some point uh, down the road here, probably maybe towards, you know, a little past the halfway point, maybe towards the trade deadline or something like that. Um, really appreciate the insight. And um, in case some anyone does not follow this guy <laughs> on Twitter, um, that's Congratulations, just- Congratulations if, if, if you don't. You're smart, <laughs> smart, smart, smart people out there. Just, just a little bit. Plug in your socials where they can find you in case um, they do not follow you. Sean Gentile, it's like Gentile with a with an extra L. Shout, shout out to Jason Zucker. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 a writer at the at the Athletic. You can check out just 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 Google my name if, if you're if you're interested. I'm sure there's some deal where where you can sign up for cheap. So holler. It's the perfect it's the perfect way to go out right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a I'm a veteran of the process, baby. There you go, man. That's what I like to hear. Again, thank you all so much for listening to this one, and we'll have another episode for you all on Thursday.